Hello! And welcome! To the Lovey's Podcast. Where we talk about relationships. Even though we've, we've never, never been, been in one! Woo! I'm right, your host. Oh. I am... <laughs> Guys, I'm so used to you coming around. I know. I'm your host, Emily. I'm your host, Dees Allison. Okay, let's And go. let's get into it. <laughs> All right, hello. Okay, well, we're here. Welcome back to Smooth Jazz Tunes. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Dumb. Anyways, let's just... <laughs> Whoa, I thought I was being your funny. Face. We gotta get through this because I have busy ball busting schedule. I gotta get back to. <laughs> She's no, gotta look at her toes. No time. No time. Ah. No time. ah. Anyways, okay. So we always have time for you. We always have time for you, of course. Okay. So this week we're gonna talk about. We're gonna. It's kind of. This is our. Tandem. Yeah, with the last. Week. With the last week. So episode. go check it out. So check that out after you're done checking this one out, or go check that out and then come back. Oh, that's kind of funny now that I'm thinking about it. Because last week's was life alert, and now it's like here lies my ego. Oh, is that funny? So it's funny? like you died. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, oh. a proper end to a series. <laughs> death to yourself well that yes and we're going to get into that who dies and when (laughs) who die who dies and who is the murderer yes okay so let's just go into the bible verse that this whole no i want you i want you to read the first half of the prompt but not the last sentence okay strong woman bible verse woman (laughs) is that what you want me to read i guess let me see it okay a strong woman Bible verse: Women submit to your husbands, but men listen to your wives. Okay. Start with that. So that start with that tidbit. <laughs> and if I dare use my college Christian education, <laughs> let's read the verse. Well, I think we all know the verse. It's in Ephesians five verse twenty two. Wives submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. Let's continue. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body. And is himself its savior. Now as the church submits to Christ. So wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Very interesting. What I learned in one of my Bible classes in school. Is in the original Greek text. (laughs) I don't know if you guys are like Christians. But they always pull out the Greek text. So the one that everyone likes to slam on is. Why submit to your husbands? The one before that. The verse before it says submitting to one another out of reverence for christ he's saying that to like the public in general like submit to one another so in the greek the original one wives submit to your husbands didn't actually have a verb so when they translated it they just took the verb that was used in the verse before so it's kind of like like being like oh like emily go clean that room and like oh you yeah go do that too kind of like a secondary thought that's kind of like how the verb works because only three verses are used to say why submit to your husbands. And the next nine are about how husbands are supposed to care for their wives to make them respectful enough to be heard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boom. But nobody wants to look past what boosts their own argument, right? But yes. no, we won't talk about all the millions of verses in here talking about how a husband should act. We're going to think about why? the one about wives. Do you know why? 
I'll tell you why. Because they're making up more women in the population than men. Yes, it's true. So, and it's like, and women sit here and say, we don't change anything. We don't change the narrative. We don't move the needle. We move the you needle. You are moving the needle because no one knows about those next nine verses. There's only two verses, right? The two that you read? It's three. Three verses about the woman submitting. And then nine verses about how the men. And like, bully, because what does a wife say? Submit to your husband's. As Christ is the head of the church, whatever. Sorry, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just saying submit to your husbands with the rest where it's like, husbands, love your wives, sanctify her, cleanse her with the water of the word so she may present to the church, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor without spot or wrinkle, whatever, that she might be holy. So he's saying you need to bring up your wives and, like, honor them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself, for no one hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it because we are members of the body therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife mm-hmm. so it's saying like really cherish her you know how does once again that is ephesians 5 verses 22 to 33 that kind of also works in tandem with the mama boys yeah episode. i was gonna say that makes because me what does the last Montart. one say yeah well it, it says, says husband what Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This mystery is profound, and I am saying that it refers to Christ and the church. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. That is very interesting, because you know what? And I was just thinking this today. Literally, I was just thinking this today. I was thinking how much better a woman is when she's with a man that truly cherishes her. Yeah. Like, because I... It totally yeah, changes Yeah, because I think about, like, in the past, like, the, the men that have, like, not really, like... In, like, they're in my life or whatever, but I never left feeling, like, good or was in it feeling great, and it's, like... How, we're always so quick to look at ourselves yeah. and be like, well, what can I do to change it? Or what can I do? Like, you want to be submissive. And, like, as a woman, like, we are more inclined to be submissive. That's because we we create those communicative channels and we also, we want to bring peace. Yeah. Men tend to be more combative. Of course, there's always caveats to this. But usually women want to keep the peace and they don't really want to fight too much if they can avoid it. But... Um, but like when you're with, so that's why it's like, okay, I'm kind of like just going through it. Like maybe like I'll figure out if I like the guy later. Like maybe we just don't get along on this right now, but that'll change, you know? Yeah. Like that happens a lot. But when I, when I've been in love, like I've been in love twice, like those worked out so well because I felt truly cherished by that man. Like I felt beautiful. Like every day I felt beautiful and I didn't even have to try and I felt so lovely and loved and it's just it's crazy and then when you're that way you feel respected and you then submit to your man because because of like how that bible verse works it's like show her in the church as spotless and clean and all of this stuff like lift up your wife yeah because then it's like i'm gonna so that she may be holy yeah so that she may be holy because it's like it does it feels so good when your man is there standing right next to you yeah and And when you're and it's like however you interpret that like for me i'm very vain so like i love to be told i'm beautiful and that i look young like it's a compliment when people tell me i look like i graduated high school (laughs) a slight to me but like that's really nice to me so it's like obviously that's how i get my fix is like that's like a really big thing for me in a relationship but for you it might be i don't know like your intelligence or something (laughs) (laughs) you can't compliment something you don't have exactly for me 10 out of 10 
Always laugh at my jokes. Yeah. Like, boost my comedic ego. Yeah. See, <laughs> people are like, she's supposed to be funny. I oh my know. Gosh, she's trying to be funny? Yikes. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, you don't need that man to make you laugh. <laughs> yeah. But I need, I don't know, I care more about someone making me laugh. Like, I just... Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. But, um, yeah. so let's finish the prompt then. Because Emily wrote this out very interesting sentence at the end here. So, right. Strong woman Bible verse. Women submit to your husbands. And then you put, when does speaking up for yourself become a reason for a man to not listen? Very interesting statement there. Really? I think, I think that's quite strong. I do you. I think it's like very aggressive. Because that's And I, I think feel. there's no way. You know no what I way mean? what? Like there's nothing a woman can say that will warrant a man to not listen to her. I agree. But that's not to be confused with man has to agree with what she's saying. Mm. But she shouldn't feel the need to be oppressed and not say anything at all. I agree. But I think that when women do talk up to their mans and they're like shutting them down, they're like, okay, well then. Like, well, men do shut down by nature. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm not talking like shut down as in not participating, but like they shut down. It's like, so say something means a lot to me. Like it means a lot to me to have like mac and cheese in the house or something. Yeah. But every time I bring up mac and cheese, like my man gets so oh, mad like at angry. me and he's like, I'm just not listening to you about it anymore. Like I'm done even trying to resolve this because I'm so set in my ways and you're so set in your ways. So we're just not going to talk about it anymore. And then I feel like that breeds contempt towards a person. Well, of course. And then as like, because we're talking, I'm talking in like the idea, the span of like a marriage. Yeah. Like things calcify and cracks become like, you know, yeah. trench it, like huge, like. The word for it, like canyons, <laughs> like canyons, like the like the old. I don't know. Let's say like the Grand Canyon, maybe. Yeah, like they become like that to the point where you can't even begin to communicate because you have all these little problems. But I think that's because of the way that they don't want to talk to each other about it. Yeah, like because it's like you said so many times, I'm not listening. Yeah, like exactly. Both of them do that. Yeah, exactly. So then I think that goes back to the point that there's no excuse. There is no excuse, but that doesn't stop people from doing it. Because then, because then when somebody who's in that relationship, like maybe listener, you are in that relationship. Yeah. Like, I know we're supposed to call them dubbies, but I just feel like... You don't like lovey dubbies? I Guys, know. that's what I call you. I know. Lovey dubbies. Just wait until we can monetize it. It's like, it's like, it's so awkward because, you know, I listen to podcasts and they're like, oh yeah, like, oh, like Khaleesi's or whatever, like Stassi's podcast. She calls but, them Khaleesi's? Yeah, because she's so unoriginal. But What's her I, last name? No, it's like Khaleesi from like Game of Thrones. Oh. Yeah. Anyways, whatever. So, but listener, you might be in that situation. Yeah, because listener's so damn creative. <laughs> I know, but I think listener is like, it's. it makes me feel like so arm's distance, and I'm sorry. That's something I'm working on in therapy. That's mean. <laughs> Why would you say that? I like because, you, lovey-dovey. I know. Well, okay, lovey-dovey, listening. You might be thinking, well, I'm in that situation, and listening to that Bible verse is hard to hear and because my heart is hardened towards that person because mm-hmm. it's like oh yeah well I'm I am like fighting with my husband like to start on this and then it's this and then and there's like 20 things I can say and you're telling me that I need to submit to him and you're telling me that he's going to lift me up like that is like I am so far gone that boat has passed that's never going to happen for me anymore because that's like how I used to feel about that bible verse like that oh, yeah. bible verse was like for people who just got it right out the gate because they didn't mess up. You know what I'm saying? And they knew that Bible verse existed. And they're like, okay, we're going to honor this. But that's not true. No, because that's not true even if you're in that situation, like with your man right now, like say, say lovey dovey, you're not like a Christian, or maybe you became a Christian later, or maybe you're finding out wisdom somewhere else and you're trying to apply it to your marriage that's 
broken. Well, because here's the thing that I think is the hardest for people. Yeah. Because it's like, you know something's got to give. And it's like, we all know if he treated you more caring, well, if he cherished you, I like the word cherished. Yes. If he cherished you, you would innately just respect him. That would be your response. That would be your response. The more he cherishes you, the more you want to treat him well. But the more he doesn't treat you well, or her, whatever, I don't know who you are. Yeah. (laughs) Then, like, the hardened you are towards it. And so something's got to give, but you don't want to be the first one to give because then you think it's you like undermining your own worth but also Being like oh like i'm supposed to give up myself for that innately already confirming what he thinks is that i'm not worth exactly it. but it's that and also it's kind of like he can have his cake and eat it too so he can treat me like shit and then i submit to him and, and then it gives it. him yeah i'll yeah. reward it like that's how it feels and it's like i completely understand that that's how that feels or like say the man is in this situation and they just want to like love their wife and so they're like, okay, well, I'm going to, like, cherish her. But it's like, how can I sit here and boost her up when everything she does is a fight with me? Yeah, and, like, she's looking for ways to tear it all yeah. down anyway. That's when you go to therapy. I think that's not on you, boo. I don't think that's on you. And I think, you know, I think if you do right, if you do what the Bible verse says, if you're the man or the woman in this situation, you do right by your spouse and you treat them with, like, you cherish them if you're a husband and you submit to them if you're a wife. And if they're not catching up, I would not feel guilty or ashamed by that action. Because that's a big problem in therapy is they're always, like, on the couch, as we talked about in another episode, where they're like, oh, well, like, I want him to do it, but I have to tell him to do it. So he doesn't want to do it, you know? And then your, like, ego gets in the way. And then you're like, well, then you know what? Like, fine, fuck you. I'm just not going to do it. And I'm going to be here. And I'm going to be a sad sack of shit because you're a sad sack of shit, you know? And then it's like, so not only are you unhappy, but then you're not even getting the result you want. And then, furthermore, you're not even trying to get the result that you want because you're in your Way. So I would say, I, we're debunking that right now. If you want to do right by your spouse, then do right by yourself by treating them with the respect and love they deserve. Because yeah. you reap what you sow. You and, do reap and what it you is sow. Not, and it is not you like bowing down to your ego or you submitting to them. Unless they're abusive, of course. Well, obviously, there's always a- There's always that caveat that's completely different. But it's like if you're in... I'm talking middle class relationships. Yeah, like middle class relationships. I'm not talking special editions. Exactly. Because I don't want... If anyone's listening who is in a relationship that is very abusive, I don't want you to buy this. Well, yeah, obviously not. To that. Because it's not a pass. It's not... This is not a pass for that behavior. And you need to... Yeah, but if you're just like, oh, like... Everything he does just irritates me, like, innately. Like, I'll, like, or, like, she's always in my way when I'm in the kitchen. Like, yeah. I'm talking, like, that kind of stuff. Yeah, like, nitpicky stuff. Because those little things become... Turn into big And then things. if you are at this stage where it is a big thing, like, just do it. Like, just do what's right in your heart. Because you are tr- you are not serving yourself. If you were to do everything to serve yourself... Didn't we talk about this in, like, episode four with Goop? Where she's like, I want my own oh, house yeah. so that we can have sex whenever we want. If so you gross. are living your life to serve yourself, you will never be happy and satisfied. Yeah, you Because know. we are not put on this earth to serve ourselves. We're here to serve one another. That's why it's so, like, useless. Yeah. Like, and all those people who feed into themselves, like, they feel so, like, They're wayward. Lonely. Yeah, they're, they're very wayward. And they're always like, like, I'm so, like... They're just lost. Exactly. Because being married is the biggest sacrifice of yourself. Oh, well, yeah. it's one of the biggest sacrifices. It's child is like <laughs> selfless. Selfless. <laughs> Last mm-hmm. time I said selfish. <laughs> but selfless act that you will ever do. Yes, to be married. Because you'd have to die to yourself. Because it's you, never gonna be about you yes. again. But I will say this, I will see you that and raise you. 
women who are listening, you're not the only one that has to die to yourself. Because yeah, you think your husband wants to lift you up all the time? <laughs> <laughs> you think you're that special? Yeah. No, that's why it says in the Bible literally that he has to do it. <laughs> that's he why he recommends do it. men more. Exactly. Because he says, I know you think you're in a position of power, but you're not. You are not. You're not. Because just like you don't want to submit to him, he doesn't want to submit to you. I know. I'm like, I'm like that's the... I always think about that, where it's like you have to die to yourself, but it won't feel like you're dying to yourself because someone else is fulfilling that need for you. It's just not yourself. But then it's like you don't have the innate feeling to do it yourself because somebody's already doing it for you. You're like, okay. And then, like, it's like, well, it's it's like when they let me down, like, they're going to fail me. You fail yourself, too. That's why you cry when you look in the mirror sometimes. Like, you're not always there for yourself. Mm. And it's like that's going to happen with anybody you want. But it's like... Like, I'm sorry. Don't put... Because it's the same thing. Like, don't put the other person on a higher pedestal just because you know they should be doing it for you. Like, it's the same expectation for yourself. That's why it said, husbands, love your wife like yourself. Yes. Like, you're equals. It says that right there in the Bible. You are equals. Love your life. Love your wife like yourself. That's equality. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is equality. And so... Like, you just got to focus on that. And it's like, don't hold him to a higher standard automatically, too, because you're like, well, he's supposed to be that superhero. Like, no, he's not. <laughs> exactly. It's like a give and a take. But it's, it's like, you know, take. at the end of the day, you're always going to strive to treat each other well like that. Yeah. So it's like, we have not been in any relationship that is at all a semblance of a marriage. So I can oh, only God. imagine the marathon that that feels like. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I think this verse is really good to apply to that nature, because... It's something that you have to consciously always do. Yeah. And also, it's like, even when you're undeserving of it, even when you are mean to your husband because he wanted to go out with the boys and watch, like, an NFL game, but you wanted him to be home and, like, watch a Hallmark movie because you hadn't spent, you don't spend time with one another, like, lately or something. Yeah. Like, he is submitting to you in that. Yeah. You know? And it's like, you don't deserve that. What do you mean? Well, like, because we as humans don't really deserve anything. Well, yeah, we don't deserve anything. But it's because of but our I'm love like, for one another. Yeah, know your limits. Like, if you haven't been around each other lately and you want that alone time, like, that's him cherishing you. But if you're demanding that of him constantly, that's not you respecting him. That's not you respecting At the same him. time. Yeah, exactly. But then it's like, I will also raise you this. If he wants to go out with the boys, like, it's always a two-way street. If you want to go out with the girls, he lets you go out with the girls, too. Because yeah. that's also cherishing and respecting. Yeah, obviously you need to have, like, a timetable because date nights are very, very important. It should be, like, a mirror thing, I think because mm-hmm. that's where the whole double standards come but like if a man looks at you like he's looking at me he's like i want to go out with the boys like the mirror will be like what does it say back i'm gonna go out with the boys like that's <laughs> yeah, how it exact, work, yes. you know that's really good it's a mirror effect it's a mirror a effect standard yeah that's i agree all it is. i agree that it is yeah but definitely i mean there should be no reason why when you demand things from a man they shouldn't listen but i think that when when there's so much hurt happening that's what happens and the men are just depicted more as like the villain type you know that's why I worded the question that way saying when does speaking up for yourself become a reason for a man to not listen because from my experience I've I've seen or I feel that when a woman starts to speak up for herself the men just like shut her up yeah and that's why I say that because it's like I don't think that if you're in a relationship and you're with a man and say it's like okay it starts as something dumb and then there's another thing something dumb and then another and then you never resolve it and then those little dumb things become really big things but because you never were, were like present during the small things this big thing seems so insurmountable and then you're like well I can't just handle it anymore I'm gonna divorce him 
Mm. And that's where I feel like all that comes from. But you can undo all the hurt that has been done. Yeah. If you try to work with each other and all that. Except if they cheat on you, it says in the Bible you can divorce them. Oh, yeah. Out of so there. don't even try. Get out of Just there. Just get out of don't there. Don't even trip. Even the Lord was like, drop that hoe. Yeah. If they beat you, cheat on you, or, or leave not you, like they desert you. If they if you marry them, if you both marry each other as a Christian. It's a three but they or leave, four. I think it might be four. But the, the Christian one is only so, say I marry someone and we're both Christians, but then he turns away and becomes like not a Christian anymore, I can divorce him. Oh, okay. But I can't say, like, I'm a Christian and he's, n- or, if, you know. No, but, no, because I learned that in high school. With Pfeffer, shout out, pinky boy. <laughs> my Wi-Fi after that. <laughs> but, um, also Cody, miss you, boo. <laughs> what a dork. Oh. But, um, he said, like, three things. So interesting. He really did bring a lot to the table Bible-wise. But um, I thought it was like three or four things. I thought it was only three. But it was for sure if they commit adultery, like, bye. If they're not a Christian, period, like, bye. And um, and abuse. I said abuse, right? Um, The other one is if they cheat on you. Oh, then abuse. I totally said cheat on you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know because I thought it was only three too, but maybe desertion and Christianity is the same thing. Yeah. And maybe that's like... I think it's all encompassing. Yeah, like that one is like desertion. But I know if they leave you, like say I just like... Yeah, because what are you going to do about it? Yeah, I mean, you can't do anything about that. But I like that they say it anyways because it makes people feel less guilty. But it's like, you know, like if they're... Even though the Bible is not used as an instrument... Of guilt, even though people think it is. Yeah, it's not. Like, people are like, they it's say not. don't divorce, but, like, nobody wants to say the prerequisites yeah. to that, though. Because it's like... I, the the comma yeah. but. The comma <laughs> you know? but. And it's like, then that's just, that's not on the church or anything. Well, churches can be bad, but no, as I've said before, be it's the people that corrupt the church, not the Bible that corrupts yeah. the church. just talk to your pastor yeah. about it. And if you don't like his answer, go to another pastor. <laughs> yeah, like, figure it out. I would say it's like... Hold your people accountable. Hold then. your people accountable. Because they're just humans interpreting the word. And it's like, you know if it's right. Because the Holy Spirit is inside of you. And then it directs you to Yeah, like, you, you have your own discernment. Like, don't feel the need to rely on other people's interpretation. You have the power to interpret it yourself. That's true. That's I mean, a whole reason why we stray from Catholicism. Exactly. Just, yes, that's why we stray from Catholicism. That's <laughs> why, we're why we did it in America. <laughs> yes. But, yeah pray i mean literally if you pray you have the holy spirit inside of you if you accept the lord and jesus rob always says jesus is christ is your lord and savior yeah well everyone says that that's like a copyrighted christian phrase i know but i like it i like it because rob says it specifically (laughs) (laughs) but yeah anyways so i say that because i don't want the women listening to this show to feel that that's okay for them to be shut down by their man uh, yeah, it's just not. It's it's hard. Like, and it's like because in the other one, it's like we talked about, you know, convincing men to be with us, and it's kind of like we change to be for them what they want to be. And most women are like, well, I want him to know that he likes me, so I'm not going to bitch about how I don't like all of his friends here at our house watching the game. So I'm just going to pour them another bag of chips and like be mad at him for like the towel or the toothpaste or something later. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like. That's not right, but you felt like you couldn't say something in that moment because it wasn't justified by him as a valid argument. Mm. So then you redirect to something that is a valid argument, like the toothpaste. Yeah, it's true. Like, you're looking for a fight that, like, you could just easily get over with. Yeah. Like, a way to, like, 
release the exactly pressure. to release the pressure because you know if you bitch at him for that then he's gonna be like well this means like you know a lot and it's like those things you can compromise on like like that's just an example for something that would be more serious because yeah. I don't think that's a serious one to fight about but definitely if it bothers you just get your get your feelings out about that specifically because there's nothing worse than dancing around the problem by bringing up a bunch of other issues that aren't the problem because guess what you'll never feel resolved from that and you'll keep fighting with him yeah and then you're going to be like well all we do is fight well no you only fight because you never fought about the thing that actually bothered you the whole time <laughs> yeah. because you didn't feel it was valid and then if you're saying well I don't want to fight with him because I don't want him to let me go then what is he letting go a fake version of you yeah that's what I that's how I'm bringing it home because it's like because that what you complain about in your gripes and your likes and like all that stuff that makes you up yeah. and that makes him up and it's like if you respect who he shows you to be like if he shows himself a certain way like men don't think about it men will never think and if about a man it. is thinking about it there's more problems than him like being whatever he is because he's manipulative yeah <laughs> usually if men think they'll manipulate you exactly they will manipulate you <laughs> it's harder with a woman because women overthink anyways that's not a manipulative indicator <laughs> yeah <laughs> an indicator of manipulation but if you're gonna pick a fight with someone like know why you're upset Yes. Like, have that at the right. Because I would say, personally, me, I'll pick fights and I won't say, like, why I'm upset because I don't actually know. Yeah. I'm like, well, I don't know. Well, maybe you just feel like fighting. Maybe. I don't know. But it's like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know. Because I don't think so. I really don't like to fight. That's, I, know. I I don't look for a fight. I truly don't. Well, when's the last time you fought about something? I don't know. It was probably me and you. What? That moving the dress? No, room? after that. Oh, yeah. We fought about. Yeah, something. it was so stupid so dumb but it's like i took the laughter from her (laughs) (laughs) i was like not laughing for a week but i don't know why but um like because i did feel like weird but i didn't know why and like i know i didn't have a good excuse Mm -hmm. like i'm like i genuinely like i'm feeling this way because i like i have no idea why well that so it's weird and there are people like that's mental illness oh maybe (laughs) i also think i'm bipolar yeah, that's true, so, but we can diagnose that. Don't do that. And okay, show sorry. up on the sound waves. You're so gross. She's scratching her foot. I, <laughs> but um, as we all know is a common trope on this show. <laughs> but, oh, gosh. but it's like, if you're going to pick a fight, like, no. Because I'm terrible at having, like, whys. Can never answer that question. I, know, I think it's really good to identify the why, not only for the argument that you're going to pros you know propose to have but also for your own mental health because then maybe you can just figure it out and then you realize like I'm so mad at him for this one thing but like no I'm actually really just frustrated with myself yeah because of something completely unrelated like it could be completely Completely unrelated unrelated. like it could be like I don't know like something at work or something but then you're like it's interesting because people really project people project Hard, like crazy hardcore. it's insane how yes. fast that can happen yes and it's good to be insightful because then if you notice like say the one you're with is like getting all mad at you and whatever then you can take inventory of what's happening because that's what I do with everyone in my life when they're mad yeah I think about the bigger picture because it's never just one oh, thing it's never that people way. aren't that specific and also they're thinking about a million different things all the time yeah. so it's like okay if like my mother's coming at me for like something dumb it's like I think what's bigger what's like the biggest thing in her life that's bothering her right now because I know it's not me and I know it's not that because this just popped up overnight yeah but now she's all of a sudden obsessed with it and it's like okay 
So I think that's just a really good muscle to exercise when dealing with also fighting with people because then it helps you be more empathetic. It does actually help you be more empathetic. And I think, I don't know if we said it on the show, but it's something I've also been thinking a lot about this week is think about the intention of the person. Yeah. And more than the action. I think you said that recently. I did. Yeah, I think I did. Because people may not always go about things the right way, but their hearts could sometimes be at the right place. Yeah. And that's when you sit them down in a loving way. And you're like, I see what you're trying to do, but, like, this is not the way to accomplish it. Exactly. And that's when you put your ego aside. Yeah. Because your ego, you die to yourself. You die to yourself more than just with a man. Okay? You die to yourself at your job. And friendships. With your parents. With your friends. And it's like, I know that the majority of the people listening die to their parents because, let me guess, you don't talk to your parents unless holidays or you got to. Yeah. Right? Because every time you talk to them, you feel like you have to die to yourself to deal with them. Yeah. So, I know that you're used to that, (laughs) to the feeling of it but also like that just goes out beyond you know just a romantic relationship yeah just all relationships but also it's like you have to put your ego aside when you look at someone's intention because it feeds the ego and the flesh more to be like well you know I just hate them and like here's but it's like you don't realize like well okay you may like be frustrated with them but also they're trying to help you but they didn't know like okay for example like my parents don't always give me advice that I love. And it, I was very angry with them for a very, very long time. Yeah. But then it clicked one day. It's not that they give me advice that I feel is unhelpful because they want to see me fail. It's because they're doing the best that they know how to. Yeah. And that is super important because that's their intention. Their intention is to help me the best that I know, they know how. And my goal is to honor them. And I thought to honor them is to listen to everything they say. But that's not true because they don't know everything that's happening. Yeah, they happening. don't know everything. So, and it's like I'm honoring them in maybe a way that they don't understand but also they're giving me advice in a way like they don't understand. Yeah. Or I don't understand. So. Like in only the way that they know how. Because exactly. nobody can have all the answers if they've never experienced it themselves. Exactly. And like it's impossible to ask someone to help you when they don't even know what it's like. Exactly. And so when you're sitting there in therapy with your, you know, person and you're mad at them, it's like just think when was the last time you thought about their intention? Like, oh, well, they have to do it because I told yeah, them like to do it. Yeah, like their intention or their inten- background. Yeah. Like, their intention wasn't to do it because you told them to do it. Their intention was to do it because they want to fix something. But the way they went about it was by you telling them. Yeah. And then what you hope, because, see, so no one can get over that hump because you're not letting them. And then you hold things against them. It's yeah. like, except when the person has changed. Because if you don't accept that the person has changed and has new habits, then you're setting yourself then you're up setting for yourself up for failure, and that is not because then you're refusing to tap into the now good resource. Yes, because I believe created. people can really change, but there's always going to be something you work on at the same time. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I'm completely done with this, but now it's like, yeah, you graduated into the next problem that that also had yeah. that you didn't realize you had because you were so focused on that, but then you fixed that, and now you have to deal with this, and yeah. that's like always the cycle but it's like if to if tomorrow that person changes then you have to treat it as if that's the first day yeah like that's how they always were because harboring that hate or anger is also a grudge which is feeds your ego and what does it say also in ephesians be angry and do not sin (laughs) does it say that yeah Read that verse for the longest time (laughs) a, a girl wrote that to me so me and this girl in high school different girl had a lot of altercations you would say (laughs) but the private school altercations where you would talk over lunch instead of fist fight at seven in the morning (laughs) and she wrote in like we passed letters all day right and she wrote one of the letters she's like you can be angry just don't sin while doing so 
And I would laugh at that. I would laugh. I showed it to my family. I'd laugh at them. And I said, that's like not real. I know. Don't let the sun set on your anger. And then this is the verse. You're like six years later. Oh my gosh. I don't know why I read it. Six years later. This is what it is. <laughs> it's the Lord pardons you. <laughs> Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. It's the same verse. <laughs> it's the same verse. Uh, I know there's a verse that does the sun. But... <laughs> so stupid. Oh my gosh, that's right. It's the same verse. I couldn't believe it. Because uh, when I first read it, I said, Be angry, do not sin. I highlighted it. I boxed it. I was like, I can't believe that's real. And then I, cont- I was like, okay, let's continue. Do not let the sun go down on your anger. <laughs> I was like, I was the fool. I was naive. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what it says. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil. It's just, that's amazing. What like, does it say before and after that verse? Okay, well. Because, you know, I've actually really been thinking about this verse also this week. I've really been thinking about it. And I've been thinking like, Lord, like, I want to know what it says. Okay. Because I've been so angry lately. But I don't want to sin while doing so. Yeah, but I, I still want to be angry. Okay, well, here it is. <laughs> Therefore, having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak the truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil. Let the thief no longer steal, but rather let him labor doing honest work with his own hands so that me, so that he may have something to share with anyone in need. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, so it's really good. Wow, that's the Lord speaking to me right now. I know. Welcome to our devotion. Well, welcome, Jesus. Well, welcome, lovey-dovey. That's funny that it's right there, because I literally was thinking about that this yeah, week. Yeah, it's right there. Wow. Wow, Ephesians. Much knowledge. Very Much good. knowledge. Anyways, so, yeah, so don't be angry. And see, endeavor with one another in truth. Endeavor with, yeah. Because that's where that's where and all truth, your brothers would be better. truth has no room for anger. Truth has no room for anger, and truth is not tolerant of a lie. And if you speak truth, and the other person gets like vicious like vile like when i say the word vile i mean like like, like spitting acid like spitting actual vitriol i don't know what vitriol is Maybe i have to look it down. up because i feel like she says it wrong but um but like living like if they get that upset with you then you're probably right you're probably because right truth hurts a motherfucker truth hurts a person that's in sh- shrouded in darkness yes because Ooh. you know, it's like when you're holy spirit. <laughs> it's like when you're in a dark room at night, and then you go to the bathroom and turn on the light, and you're like, "Ooh, I like your eyes." Like that's how, like that's how lies feel with truth. Yeah, like angry, like that, it. but like escalated, like in a spiritual way. Yeah, but that just means hold fast to what you believe. Because if you stand in real truth and not fake truth, then you're gonna be fine. But you just keep going, and it's like, don't be angry, don't dwell on it. Yeah, it's okay to be angry because God gave us that emotion. But I mean, even. Even God is even, a jealous God. Yeah, and even Jesus got mad. Oh, yeah. He was, you know, I mean, I don't know if this is I mean, the people example. literally, like, murdered him. Well, so. yeah, but also he, like, he got angry. He threw the money changer tables. Also, he hated this human body. Oh, he hated it. He was very tired. It's very funny. Yes, it. He it would, like, get funny. so upset. Like, he'd be like, I have to sit. Again. He's like, oh, my gosh, we have to rest. I'm so tired. I know. <laughs> it's so stupid. Not stupid, but he was like, this is such like... And because he's not used to... Well, he, he doesn't have to do it. Because he doesn't have to, but he like did. And he's like, oh, like, whatever. And, and then like, now I have the lead up to the woman at the well. That is That's what he said. He's like, oh, I have to like stop again. Chris's human body. He I know. He said that. Like, Chris's <laughs> human body. 
So funny. <laughs> the is. Bible is humorous sometimes. It if you is. look at it. <laughs> it is humorous. He's like so- a man wrestled with God. Like physically threw down. Mm-hmm. Because I always talk about this. I know we're running a little long. <laughs> but I always like think about it because I'm like, how angry would a man have to be? Because there's so many accounts in the Old Testament of people like, you can't even look at God because it would like kill you, right? Mm-hmm. And so like... It was Moses who saw, like, the back of God's head, and his face was, like, glowing for months. And, like, yes. no one could look at him because it was so bright. He had to, like, wrap himself up. He had to wrap himself up, right? So I'm like, that's, like, God in person. Like, a man was so angry with God. He's like, come down here and fight me, you coward. And God did, and he saw him, and he rolled up his sleeves and was like, let's get into it. And they fought all night. <laughs> like, I'm like, to be that mad at God that you see him, and you're like, I'm going to kick this man's ass. <laughs> I know that's so crazy st- and they wrestle all night and the Lord's like I'm done with this and he messed up his hip he just and he touched- lived forever so everyone would yes. know he just touched his hip he literally just yeah he like- literally just placed his hand on it and it was screwed up for the rest of that man's life and his name was changed to the one who wrestled with God <laughs> that's the most metal thing I've heard in my life it's imagine throwing down with the good lord himself damn what a story <laughs> that it's happened crazy. that happened that, in our world that happened in this world in this earthly plane that's crazy but yeah anyways right, so well, the moral of the story is die to your to your ego because that's what we really die need. to your ego and always fight for truth fight for truth and stand up for what you believe because listen if a man's not going to be there for you for who you really are you don't need that man you don't need that man because if you're not really going to be there for who he really is then you should let him find the woman that will be yeah you know, that's a hard thing to hear because you want to be the only one in his life, and I get it, but just got to I know, go. it's hard. Die to yourself again. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay, well, we love you Thank you, you so lovey-dubbies. Talk, Talk to you next week. week. Bye.